Welcome back to Cancer Actually Fucking Sucks, the podcast where we get down to the nitty gritty of what actually happens during and after a cancer diagnosis, hosted by me, Madison Pollitt. And me, Paige Gill. Today's guest is Cassie Morales, a cancer advocate and four-time lymphoma survivor. She's had no evidence of disease for one year thanks to CAR T cell therapy. We are so thrilled to talk with her today. Welcome back to Cancer Actually Fucking Sucks. Today we're talking to Cassie Morales. Um, Cassie is a cancer advocate and four-time Hodgkin's lymphoma survivor. And we're so excited to have her on and hear her story. Hi, Cassie. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm actually at Hodgkin's and non-Hodgkin's. Oh, wow. Double. You're lucky. Yeah, girl. double whammy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, was four times. Yeah. And Cassie, could you explain what four time? Uh, how did you introduce it, Maddie? Four time. I I I guess I kind of want an explanation for that. Four time. Well, I'll let her explain it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> go for it, Cassie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like four-time uh, lymphoma survivor. I had Hodgkin's and non-Hodgkin's uh, lymphoma. Um, I had Hodgkin's just once, mm. and then I had non-Hodgkin's three times. So I relapsed, yeah, uh, quite quite a few times. Yeah, that's so crazy. Um, and what was the um, yeah. span of time that those four reoccurrences happened? From so I got diagnosed originally in 2017 okay mm-hmm. and then my last treatment was a year ago in uh, 2019 okay so during those years I was going through cancer and I would get into remission mm-hmm. and then like a month later I would okay relapse. and you have so mm-hmm. I would have like a pet scan they're like oh you're clear. right oh I'd get another one and they're like I mean to go through all emotions over again I yeah. I'm always so curious about, I don't know how to even say this, how that must feel. Obviously, it must feel extremely shitty, but like, I just cannot even imagine the emotions behind mm-hmm. that because you're feeling like the fight's done and then you're like, wait, what the fuck? Wait a minute. Yeah. Don't. What the fuck is right? Like, it is like, terrible. Yeah. Like, it is just. Um, yeah. heartbreaking like it's a heartbreak you can't I can't even like mm-hmm. there's no words like I've never had a heartbreak yeah. like that and I've been through a lot in my life and that uh, it's like it's just it's devastating it's just your soul like yeah. everything because I would be like I'm doing everything yeah. right like I'm eating good I'm exercising I'm doing everything I possibly can to like mm-hmm. to better myself yeah. You know, and then yeah, I, then I would like relapse, and I'm just like, you know, what the hell? Yeah. You know, what more like, can I do? You know, and I like never really like cried. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy, you know, until like the last time when they when uh, I got diagnosed again. I just like finally, like in front of my oncologist, I just like just yeah, bawled like my eyes out, you know. 
And I'm like, and I kept blaming myself, you know, because I'm like, what am I doing wrong, you know? And he's like, you're not doing anything wrong. He's like, that's why I can't do his words. He's like, it fucking sucks, you know? Like, we don't, it just, it's a bastard. Yeah, nothing you do, yeah, can really explain it. That's one of the hardest parts that you can't blame it on anything. And you can't blame it on yourself, of course. There's, like, nothing that you can do, but... Yeah, that's so frustrating. Of course. Oh my god, yeah. If you're just like, so I was just, oh man, just like, I'd you know be so heartbroken. But I have Mm -hmm. to say though, like, with taking care of myself really well, like Mm -hmm. during treatment and stuff, I think that's what really got me through it. You know, which helped me like eating like the right foods, right? Yeah, Yeah. whatever, whenever you you could, right? right. Yeah. And you had a full stem cell transplant right okay yeah so it's kind of like a bone marrow okay. transplant too mm-hmm. like okay. the same thing um so you have like a donor one or they or you can use your own cells and so I used my own cells so I was through like I went through really like oh man it was like hardcore chemo when like I've had some sh- yeah shitty ass one and this one um it was mm-hmm. called rice and I was on a clinical trial, and it also had uh, immune therapy drugs in it, which helped find those, like, asshole cancer right. cells that, like, can right. themselves, you know, and be like, we're, yeah. Okay, you know, yeah. <laughs> and so to really, like, you know, fight those and, uh, uh, you know, get rid of them. And so that chemo was, like, mm-hmm. really, really harsh, but you have to get into full remission mm-hmm. first. And then you proceed with your stem cell transplant, um, which is even more chemo, like in the hospital. Like that's when you're in the hospital for like a month, wow. month or two. And yeah, it's like, and that chemo was like, I was like, I'm gonna like die yeah. in the bathroom. I remember thinking yeah. to myself, I was like, everyone's gonna know. I mean, it was like, it was terrible. Like, so stem cell transplants and bone marrow. Uh, transplants um yeah they're not easy Mm-mm. at all and it, and it's and it's really really hard to get to get through it and then so I did it and then uh 100 days after my stem cell mm-hmm. transplant um I got mm-hmm. a, a PET scan and it showed that it was back the mass oh, that was after your test. transplant oh my gosh <laughs> So you're like, I went through all that. Yeah, you're like, now what? I know. I was like, and that's when I just was like, yeah, that's when I was like, I'm right. Gonna, I'm gonna die. Like, yeah, it, you know, what the hell? Yeah, I was like so scared, you know, and uh, and then I knew like the next step was CAR T cell therapy, which I just had, and that's what has you know, mm. has saved my life. Oh, amazing. Um, so. Yeah, but that's like just the middle of it. I still have like my other head behind. I know. Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to go. That's back what I was to about beginning. to say. Okay, yeah. Because you said you're a Hodgkins yeah. and non-Hodgkins survivor. So how how did that all go down? Two types. Yeah. Of so you know, I think I feel like we all like lymphomies here like have like a unique story. Yeah, how everyone's is different, right? <laughs> We're just like, right. yeah, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I so I just got married, 
and and I started feeling not too good and I was itching mm-hmm. a lot and um, just like not mm-hmm. feeling like myself and I remember I went to the doctors and I was like there is something wrong like I'm itching myself wow. black mm-hmm. and blue you know mm-hmm. like that's how bad it was and they're like oh maybe it's allergies yeah, you know course. and I'm like all of a right. sudden no okay like <laughs> So, I, I mean, I do. Like, right. Yeah, I'll cut that out and do allergy tests and all that. And it's still, like, everything was mm-hmm. uh, fine. And so I was like, okay, maybe I'm just yeah. Crazy, yeah. you know? Like, I don't know. And then uh, then a couple uh, months went by, and I just still wasn't mm-hmm. getting any better. And then um, I noticed, like, a tiny, tiny little lump in my neck. And um, and then my ears started hurting, like, Oh, that's so, so interesting. Like, an ear infection, like, kind of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought I had an ear so infection, weird. and then I stopped. But I stopped eating, which yeah, yeah. So I knew there was something you know. And uh, so after work uh, one day, or at work, I was like, I need to go to urgent care. So I left early, and because um, I just my ears were hurting, and I just wasn't mm-hmm. like, just was bad. Like it wasn't feeling good. And I was like, there's something up, you know, maybe it's an ear infection. And so I went to urgent care and I thank God every day for this doctor that was there. She was probably my age and she actually like sat down and like listened to me. I was like, I haven't been feeling good for a while and I don't know like what's up and my ears hurt. So she just listened to me. Yeah. She's like, well, let let me do like a chest x-ray. And I was like, okay. So I got it done, and then I left because I like I was like, oh, my phone was dying, and I was like, oh man, I need to go to Target to get a charger. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so I left, and she called me. She's like, where did you go? And I was like, oh, I had to go get a charger. And she's like, you need to come back like mm-hmm. right away. And I was like, oh shit, you know, because mm-hmm. I I really thought it was an ear infection. Right. Yeah. And um, so. And then she brought me in a room and then pulled up my x-ray and like put it up and saw it. And I was like, oh, like, what, what is that? Is that like my heart? You know, like, mm-hmm. big. she's like, no, on x-rays, you don't see your heart. She's like, that's like, that's a mass. And it, I mean, it was 11 centimeters too. Wow. And it was like right oh my like gosh. above my heart. Yeah. Like in my mediastinal like area. Mm-hmm. And I just was like. I have a, and she's like, it's a mediastinal mass in the mediastinal area. And I was like, I have a what in the where? Yeah, like, like what? What? Huh? You know? Yeah. And luckily, like, she was, she was, you know, young and like mm-hmm. very, um, her just, her bedside manner was like incredible. Yeah. yeah. And that makes so, a huge difference. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I mean, I was just, I was tripping out. Right. You know? Of course. Like, yeah. I was like, what? And she was like, you need to get this take, like, looked at, like, right away, mm-hmm. you know. And then so um, I told her, I was like, I promise, well, of course, because she's like, I can't tell you what it is, but I'm pretty sure that it's cancer. Oh. I don't know what it kind of cancer it is, but from what I can see from this and from what I know, like, it probably is cancer. She didn't say, oh, like, gosh, what kind wow. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, you Google it and you just yeah, you know, see all like Hodgkin's or non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, like all that stuff. So um, I just knew I had to get a biopsy done. Uh, so then I got a biopsy done because mm-hmm. um, I had a little, that little lump on my neck too. Mm-hmm. Right. So did they, do, did they take that one? 
Yeah, so yeah. they biopsied that, and then that came back as Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they assume that it's connected. Usually it is, you know, like right. the same cancer um, would be in my chest. Mm-hmm. And so then I got the Hodgkin, and they said it's the Hodgkin's. And then, so then after that, I got went through the process of getting my eggs frozen. Mm. And right there, I mean, that's just like a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> and that stuff. is huge. Um, as, as well, and it, it fortunately it kind of worked out because um, when, when you're a woman and you're going through like uh, that process, you they really mark your menstrual like cycle mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kind of base everything on that. And right. so luckily, like, I happened to just start my cycle. And oh, wow. That so worked I, out. Yeah. Yeah. So at least that worked out for me. Yeah. Um, that was understood. So, yeah. So I didn't even take any, like, other, like, medications or, like, you know, they put you on so many meds uh, for that. So, um, so I got that taken, did that. And then, um, which... I'm thankful I did because I had so much treatment afterwards that I didn't know I was going to mm, have. Right. So yeah. Right. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. It kind of, yeah. it worked out even, you know, more. I just like had this, you know, voice in me, like, if I just like, do it. Right. Because that's something I've always wanted as kids and, mm-hmm. um, and all that. So I just like, I got to get that. I got to do that first. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and so I did that and then got the port in afterwards mm-hmm. and then um then started the Hodgkin's treatment the ABBD right for I think it was four mine was four months okay four months. Mm-hmm. yeah same same right? as ours yeah. yeah yeah and so and that chemo is rough too like I don't know about you guys like I got super like depressed like on that chemo I was lucky honestly I, it didn't have affect me as badly as I thought it was going to. So I think, I don't know why, but I felt very lucky that, like, I didn't get that's, too sick. And, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Like, I did. I felt fine. And then all of a sudden, like, midway through, it was like, I hit a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that's how I yeah, used like, to be. Yeah. That's yeah. how I used to be. I would feel fine. Actually, even during, at the end, like, I would just fall asleep during the chemos because it would take it out of me so quickly. Yeah. Like, the sessions I would fall asleep oh, wow. itself. Wow. Mine would like have maybe like a couple days after, but yeah. Okay. Oh, so you felt, you. you guys both felt a little bit after I would fall asleep. Well, I would just like, cause I would just take a bunch of Ativan and Compazine during it. So I would just pass oh, out yeah. <laughs> and then I would do I that for three too. days after. So I could just sleep through it all. <laughs> some, some I- tips, pro tips. Yeah, right. I think like Ativan worked better for me than Zofran. Yeah, or, like any of those like. Oh yeah, yeah. Zofran did not help me at all. Yeah, Zofran didn't really help me either. Compazine helped me. The Compazine, most. yeah, that one was better too. But yeah, because you know you get like loaded like with all those and yeah. Um, and so I yeah, it, it was always like the Ativan and the Compazine that worked. Better. Yeah, that worked yeah. wonders. So. <laughs> worked way better yeah and then but yeah it was a yeah it was hard you know and then you know you lose your hair too and yeah like all that mm-hmm. and then towards the end of treatment like I was having like I was still having like chest pain and stuff right and, like, and did they do scans that. during that treatment yeah so I got one halfway through okay which showed significant decrease 
and my neck. Okay. So my lymph nodes were like almost like gone, like the cancer in the neck. Yeah. But the mass was still there, but it did shrink. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they're like, oh, okay, it's working. You know? Right. And um, when my end of year, or my end of year, my end of uh, treatment scan, it still showed the mass was still there. Okay. So, oh, and crazy. also during that time, I asked to get the BRCA mutation mm. tested. Yeah. Because I remember when I got my um, eggs frozen, uh, one of the nurses, she's like, make sure you get that test done. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's important to know since you're already going through all this that you have. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like, I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> yeah. Then I, you know, figured out what it was. And, um, what, ex- what exactly is it? Actually, I don't, I don't know. It's um, it's a blood test, and it's not cheap. <laughs> you have to like really like make sure you, um, you know, call your insurance or wherever you're getting it done. Make sure it's either covered or if someone in your family tests positive, you can get it covered. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. it's just a blood test that shows uh, a mutation. Um, if you're getting, if you're at a higher chance of getting breast cancer and ovarian cancer. Okay. Gotcha. So, and so I got that test done, mm-hmm. and then so that same day, they're like, the mass is still there, and you're positive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. And so, like, oh, my God, like, Ugh. what, you know? And yeah. so they were like, you should do this and that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. let's just, like, hold up on the bracket. and let's focus Right, on yeah, exactly. Yes. Let's focus on you what's know? happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um... So they're like, okay, well, we need to get another biopsy done on it because we need to see, like, if it's something else or whatever. Yeah. Something else. So it took three different biopsies to get a sample. Wow. To to see what it was. And the first biopsy was a needle core biopsy where you're in a CT machine and it's guided by the CT machine mm-hmm. and they just put a needle in your chest and extract it's like ugh. yeah it sounds so horrible <laughs> yeah, yeah like my last like no I thanks I was gonna YouTube it you know and I was yeah. like no because you know when like I don't know if you guys when you guys got first diagnosed you guys get a bone marrow biopsy yes 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 okay I didn't. did you not Paige you didn't oh my no. god the actually grossest experience in the world like it is yeah i youtube it before you i no yeah oh my god before i got it done like that i had a freaking panic attack oh my god i can't doing it i can't yeah you know like in movies like with the like when there's a couple like having a baby of the dad or whatever, like passes out, right. like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. They had to do that to me. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sure. Oh my god! Yeah, I. Oh, yeah, uh, that was for everyone that doesn't know that's listening. Okay. Yeah, first of all, don't research it. Um, but yeah, don't do that. Yeah. They like I don't. Mine was like a machine and they basically like put really loud music on, numb the area and then like a drill like literally a drill goes down oh into your like body why <laughs> yeah, was it all like that they just numb like my back area yeah that's you know by your bum that yeah big whatever bone i don't know what it's called but and um, it's a huge needle isn't it so it's like 
my doctor at the time, I switched oncologists, but my oncologist at the time was like a very small man and he was like on me, like going <laughs> into my like back with like a knee and then sucking out the bone marrow, you know? Oh. <laughs> and I could like feel it, like hear like the, you know, like the screwing oh, into your my bone God. Yeah, oh. so I like freaked out because, you know, I used to get. Yeah. So, um, so then when I had to get this next biopsy done, I was like, I am not YouTubing it. Yeah. <laughs> so I told my husband no. to do it. Yeah. And he, he was like, you're going to be okay. It's fine. Like, it's right. kind of like uh, reassured me. Yeah. And so, um, so I got that done oh. and then, uh, the needle cord biopsy and then it showed, um, inclusive, So it just didn't show anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't get enough uh, sample. And so they're like, okay, we need to surgically go in. And so they went, um, called a meniscinoscopy, I believe. I'm probably saying it wrong. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea. Kinda, so, yeah, it's okay. They That's like, a long name. They, like, cut my, like, where my throat is. Oh. Right here. And they, um, they go inside with, you know, you're knocked out. You're put to right. sleep for this, for sure. Right. And then, um, <laughs> and then they uh, went inside and took some uh, tissue from the mask. And then that after that surgery, it left me with a paralyzed vocal cord and oh my gosh. a blood clot in my left arm. And then I had a fluid around my heart and my lungs, which I had to stay in the, ice, the cardiac oh ICU. My God. Yeah, also not surgery? All for, well, so they're like, they're like, it could be from the mass. It could be from the surgery. Like they don't really know right. um, all this stuff. But I mean, it all happened after yeah surgery <laughs> right. so i'm gonna say something got moved around yeah there, yeah. <laughs> right yeah oh my and god so i stayed like in a week wet for a week in the hospital um mm-hmm. from that and then that tissue still like they still didn't get enough oh and my so goodness they wanted to go in again surgically but through like my side and wanted to collapse my lung and go through like my by my rib and stuff and yeah I was, like no I was like, yeah. you're not, no, I'm not going through the surgery. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, it's not happening. So they're like, okay, we'll try the needle core biopsy again. Mm-hmm. The first time, you know, like the biggest person. And so finally they got oh um, my God. the sample they needed. And then it showed that I had diffused large B-cell lymphoma, which is a type of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Okay. What are the chances? Yeah. That's just so... so... Like, crazy did they did they think that the hodgkins was now or did they know that hodgkins was now gone but you still have non-hodgkins yeah so i guess they it doesn't happen a lot it's rare but yeah. there is like um, literature on it it does happen so it's almost kind of like the, the gray zone uh mm-hmm. where it's like a mix of like of uh, like both of both so right. so crazy. In, in the mass, like, because it did shrink, so there was yeah they assumed it. yeah so like it was working kind of maybe yeah. there was some Hodgkins in the mass. That's right. what I think. Yeah, I don't know if that would, happens, but I but I think that's kind of like how that gray zone like gets identified because mm-hmm. I mean it took like three biopsies just to get a good sample. Like, right. like they can send to the pathology um, lab. That's so, yeah. so wild. Yeah. And so 
finally I got a diagnose and then um I did one art shop okay and then it shouldn't like and then I got like a scan like right after and it didn't do anything mm. and then my actually my brother who lives in Hawaii he actually like flew out when mm. I was in the ICU oh wow to like stay with me that whole week yeah. oh my god it was like I really needed that so bad. yeah for sure and, um, so and then he did a bunch of research and he was like you shouldn't be doing our chop you should be doing this one called our epoch mm. and so I read that and I'm like oh my god I should be doing that one it's kind of yeah. like what uh, patients do with like with mediastinal like masses okay. and, um, and since like in my history and they do it for like Rezo too and um, mm. from what I read I don't know that for sure but um but they do it for like primary mediastinal um lymphoma that's like another okay. type of non-hodgkin's lymphoma mm. and so i told my oncologist i was like i think i should be doing this one like i think he didn't really i think yeah. my case was like too much for him you know like yeah right <laughs> he, he wasn't a lymphoma specialist right mm. yeah so i decided to go somewhere else for further yeah. treatment so I like saw I think three or four different oncologists. Okay. And I found one that I liked who was a special a specialist in lymphoma. And yeah. then I started I started epoch. Um, mm-hmm. I still continue to do epoch uh, with him. Um, okay. So I still like with my older with my old oncologist, I did do epoch a few rounds. Okay. And then I was like, I just wasn't feeling like the support I needed. And right. like, I feel like he didn't like kind of know, like, you know yeah. what the hell was going on. I didn't like, yeah. my I mean, you had to, yeah, you had to tell yeah. him what chemo you should be doing. So. Yeah. That's yeah, so a little was, bit of a red flag. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I told him I was like, and he would, cause he would come in, like see me in the hospital and stuff. And I was like, I really appreciate your kindness and stuff, but I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, and he was yeah. like, "I understand." Like, and he, I told him about who the doctors I was going to go see, and he's like, "You're going to be an excellent care." Yeah. Okay. That's good. Okay. Great. Right. It was a nice breakup. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. I, like, I do feel yeah, because like I do feel like it's awkward, which it should not be at all. It's like your body, your life, and but they know what, that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, like but for some reason, like it's insulting. so awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. It feels like mm-hmm. you're like hurting their feelings, but really, yeah. it's like, like who cares? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. If I got two type of lymphoma, I'm going to the lymphoma specialist. Sorry, uh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, for we're you, all, yeah. like we're all new at it. We're just trying to like get. Yeah, you know, we just want to like course. survive. You have no idea. Yeah. yeah, and so then I started treatment at another place, another cancer center, and then had the remaining. Um, treatments there and mm-hmm. I couldn't get the full usually with our epoch they give you like a full I think it's like six rounds oh, but, okay. I could only, but I could only do four because of the Dr. Oxobrulupin you know the red devil mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so I was already at cardiac toxicity with that since it's oh, an wow. and right. it's also in um, our epoch right so you gotta like you know be careful with that 
Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Which I kind of like had, then I started having kind of heart issues and like, mm. um, like high heart rates constantly, um, always having chest pains and, Oh no. Um, yeah. That's so, scary. Yeah. Which I, I just went to a cardiologist and I did find something on my heart monitor. Like I do have like a heart condition now, but it's super minor. It's not an emergency. It's just something I have to just like know, be aware of. Yeah. Just, you know, keep being healthy. Do you yeah. think that was from the treatment or do you think that was already there? They're saying. I think it's from the treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. The treatment does everything right. dirty to you. Yeah. It's, it's poison. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it only poison. makes sense. Yeah. Anything you have it's, wrong with you after cancer, it's cancer. It's yeah. cancer's fault. <laughs> like, it's cancer's yeah. fault it's why you right? have that issue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I blame <laughs> it. all my physical issues on it because it's true it's straight up poison you know when they give you chemo the nurses are in like right beekeeper hazard like suits they're in covid gear yeah yeah covid gear and they're putting that into your body yeah it's a good point and you're just like there with your port like yeah just just lay it in me yeah Yeah. just give me the red (laughs) that's true that's a good point (laughs) yeah it's definitely it's just straight poison yeah yeah so and with our epoch um it's you get it for five days straight and you're hooked Mm -hmm. up to it for 24 hours Oh my god! So oh my I had god. to be—I had to be hospitalized for every treatment I got for a week. Wow! Or for five, and five, six. Days. How many? Like, and that was, was that five, five rounds. Yeah. No. What? Well, yeah. Five or six? No. Five. Five rounds. Because. Okay. Yeah. Five rounds. Because I missed. I couldn't do one. So, okay. Because uh, of my cardiac toxicity. Right. Um, yeah. So every treatment I had to get hospitalized. Oh my god! They, they have- do it outpatient now. Where you oh, can, okay. like wear like a fanny pack, you just go in every day, and they like yes. fill you up, and then you can go mm-hmm. up or go home. So you're just hooked up, but for 24 hours. Oh my god, days. that sounds and, so horrible. And for me, since I had the yeah. issues with the the heart stuff, like when I was mm-hmm. in the ICU, and and it wasn't easy for me to go every day, um, mm-hmm. doing it outpatient because I didn't really have too many people like family around because we're all like scattered right and then my husband has to work every day so I don't think yeah. it's a good idea for me to drive like every day to go get chemo like an hour away and right yeah home. and they thought it would be better too if I was in the hospital just to keep an eye on me because yeah stuff and um, yeah. so and that that chemo was really rough too like really really rough yeah, I was going to say, like, how are you feeling during all this? Like, five days in a row. And then how yeah. often, yeah. like, was it once a month? Or was it? Yeah, it was, like, once every 20 days, I think, or 21 days. Mm-hmm. I can okay. be, like, my numbers can be, like, totally off right now. I'm trying to, like, remember. Oh, that's um, fine. It's it's a lot to memorize. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Do you guys have memory, like, issues, too? Like, oh. I can't remember, like, anything anymore. We, we always talk, talk about for, yes. We always talk about chemo brain. <laughs> yeah, yep. chemo um, brain. That's it. It's a thing. It's, it's a thing. so yeah. real. Yeah. I feel like it's a really cool way. I I don't really. Yeah, I, I know. I like don't feel like that either. But that's okay. I know. I, know. I feel really I dumb, but. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was always the one people would call and be like, 
oh, like, remember everyone's birthdays and, mm. and stuff. Yeah, and you're like, like, don't even I don't try. even know. Go like, to Facebook and yeah, just do I don't it. Know. Yeah. We all do. Like, yeah. I don't even know how old you are, you know, yeah. <laughs> anymore. Uh, but, yeah, so it was pretty, it was hard, like, that, that, that chemo. And um, it's, yeah, it's hardcore. And so I got that. Yeah. And then, um, and then afterwards, because like like I said, I had my vocal cord paralyzed. Oh right. So um, after I finished treatment, I was like, I need to get this fixed because I I like sounded just like Minnie Mouse. Like oh my god, it was wow. like touch my face. Like it was. Oh and my it god, kind of, that's and crazy. It, and it would hurt, you know, if I yeah. too long. So I'd yeah. be like, hey guys, like how's it going? Like <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. It's cute, but I was like, I can't. It hurts, you know. Yeah. And so um, I went to a couple of different um, ears, nose, and throat doctors, and mm-hmm. um, one wanted to put me to sleep to do it mm-hmm. to fill it. And I was like, I'm not going, you know, back under. Last time yeah. I did, I was like, hey, not right? Yeah, you had a horrible experience. Yeah, yeah. And so I found another uh, EMT. He was like, we'll do it awake. You know, mm. like it's gonna be, um, you know, it'll be like kind of hard, but it's easy. You know, you'll be fine. I was mm. like, okay, you know, it's so I go in and I like drove myself and um, I went there and they just stuck like a huge needle like in your neck, like where your oh, wow. box. Oh my is. god, and you're awake. That's so crazy. And they I stuck know, like the camera like... like up your nose and down your throat ah. to guide it. You know, so yeah. they numb the area and everything. So they, um, so they inject like a filler into like your vocal cord, like the one that's paralyzed, mm-hmm. and then like and then that treats it. Oh, but, that's yeah. so interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah I, was, I, I was awake. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, like, you know, I had, like all this. Yeah, stuff. you have like all this. Yeah. Like, seeing it all. My mouth and my nose and uh, <laughs> needle in my neck. Um, but oh it works. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's worth yeah. it, you know. Oh, yeah, so you works. sound great. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it worked, and I <laughs> they did like, right. It took like a about a week for it to for me to like, like kind go of back to normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I still don't really sound like what I did, but um, mm-hmm. everyone always told me, "Oh my god, you sound so much better." <laughs> oh, oh my god, so, yeah. <laughs> like okay thanks like maybe you have a good like singing voice now i don't know if you did or not yeah that's true what if if you became a singer you can make some money off of this i thought that i told my husband like what after this like procedure like what if i could sing you know yeah and then i tried and it's he's like no (laughs) that's hilarious because i know like adele or someone yeah, exactly. with the bell, right? Yeah, so oh, it, yeah. It, yeah, it happens, but at least you're right. You know, for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would have been good. You know. <laughs> so, um, so then I got that, and then I was kind of I was like, okay, so I got that done. I'm ready, you know, to get on with my life, even though right. And did you cancer. get? Like, did you have like a clear? Did you have a clear scan? Sorry, after you were done with the re pock. Yeah. So okay. I had a clear scan. So I was like, ooh, you know. Like, yay, yeah. like trying to get, um, you know, back uh, into life or whatever right. it was. And, but I was still, right. you know, you guys know, it's hard. Oh, yeah. You know, we we so still hard. are feeling it. Like, it's still. Yeah. It's an uphill battle for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I was going to start back work and, um, which followed with like, I had like a two month scan afterwards. It was a two or three month scan. And, um, I got it done and I like was not even, I thought for like, I mean, you always have that in the back of your mind, like what if, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but I was like, I didn't really, I didn't think it was going to come back, you know? And so, yeah. so I got it done and then that same day I got the results and I was sitting in the doctor's office and, or, and, uh, yeah, the doctor's office and, um, he came in and he was just like, it's back and your the mass is back in your chest. I was like, what? Yeah. And I was just yeah your heart I mean I can't even yeah I can't imagine how was it like just as big and like it's just so scary like in three months that you know our bodies are so weird it um it was smaller than originally so okay that's good probably because Mm -hmm. it was only like um a few months after right so it was smaller and they were like uh this biopsy is going to be more tricky you know you might have to get surgery surgical and I'm like I'm not doing surgery like yeah, yeah. nope you people like I'm not I mean this is a different place where I was before right. but um, I was like I'm just like you know like I just can't yeah I'm too like scared and um and so they were like he's like well all the radiologists are saying it's too risky to go in with a needle um because of like your Cause it, it was in the same place, but a little bit to like the side. I don't know if it was okay. like, to the right or the left, but it was mm-hmm. like not exactly in the same place. Um, just mm-hmm. like a little bit to the side. And so I was like, no, there has to be some doctor that would do like the needle. Cause they wanted yeah. to do the side biopsy again, like go through my rib and like or right. that area. Or yeah. Along the rib, your side of your body. Mm-hmm. I was just like I don't think I, I can do that you know and um so finally there was a radiologist uh doctor that was like I'll do it <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'll try it and my uh oncologist was like we call him like a cowboy he's like a rebel doctor you know mm-hmm. and I was like all right well we're giddy up <laughs> yeah like, yeah I'll do this you know and uh so I remember I went in for the biopsy and he was like he wasn't, I didn't do like the needle through, um, guided with the CT machine. I got it guided with an ultrasound. So I had an ultrasound tech and then him going in with the needle. Oh. And so, which, you know, and now like, I remember after I'm like, maybe, like, maybe I should have been put to sleep. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, that would have been. You know, better. like, it was, That's super, so scary. It, was, it was really scary because, um, he was like, you had to go over all you know, the risks and like the your pulmonary arteries right there. Yeah. And, um, and all that stuff. But he told me, cause and then he saw like how freaked out I was. I was like, mm. Shit, you know, like, I love, I'm like this tough, you know? And, uh, yeah. he was like, I just need you to believe in me. And then mm. I believe in you, you know? And I was like, all right, I believe in you. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and I remember I kept looking yeah. at the, um, the, uh, ultrasound tag and her eyes would just keep getting big like oh my god what are they doing you know right? yeah and I was like oh my god so I just put like a rag over my face but I didn't I couldn't because want to see yeah, that's smart you're yeah that's on, really smart you're laying on your back yeah so like you see like what they're doing because it's right on your chest 
So yeah, I, like okay. everything was fine, and um, yeah, I was I was in quite a bit of pain uh, afterwards. I felt like I got like stabbed. I mean, I never been stabbed. You kind of did. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was in quite quite a bit of pain, and I kind of freaked them out a little bit. They thought like maybe um, you like hit my uh, lung, mm. but um, but it was fine. Yeah. And then I I got there was. They got enough of the sample, and then it confirmed that it was the same uh, non-Hodgkin's, the mm, diffuse large wow. cell. And so um, after that confirmation, they were like, okay, the next step is the stem cell transplant. Right. And so they were like, well, you have to go on the rice chemo, and plus you can go on a cur- Then they asked me if I want to go on a clinical trial that added the immune therapy drugs on it. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you proceed with stem cell transplant. Right. And so I was like, well, yeah, I'll try it. it like, the, I hear, like, great things about immune therapy. And um, mm-hmm. they, they really um, find and get those camouflage, like, uh, uh, cancer cells that uh, that sometimes that can't be yeah. seen. They're, like, they like to hide themselves. Right. And, and, um, and I almost, like, lost like my chemo brain is like almost like they're like, what am I talking about again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of terms to remember, so yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I was like, what brain fart? <laughs> so, and I was like, okay, I'll do the clinical trial, and then so I you get like a a stem cell coordinator, like nurse coordinator, so mm-hmm. they kind of map out your life for the next few months. Yeah, so there's like a lot of testing involved and. And of course, you have to get chemo because you have to get chemo to kill uh, the cancer because right. you have to be in remission before um, you get the stem cell transplant. When you're using your own cells, I don't know <clears throat> if they do that for donors. Um, I just know, like, for um, which I would think for donor too, like, you would have yeah. to have like no cancer because you're getting new cells in, right? So yeah. Yeah, like it would you, you you want like brand new ever because it's like your brand new baby again, you know? Right. Like, yeah. uh, everything's new. So the chemo I got for that was like really really harsh. Like, and then again, I was hospitalized for those chemo's too. Right. And um, I mean, it was bad. There, I mean, I would go like days about like eating. Like I lost so much weight, and yeah, um, it was just it was rough. Like. I thought I was going to die. Like, after my like, the last chemo I got, I was like, um, I was like, oh, my God, I can't go through this again. I think I might die. Like, it's yeah. terrible. Like, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's bad. So um, when I got through it, and then they collected my cells through cell collection, mm-hmm. um, which I'll talk about with CAR-T. I'll mm-hmm. get into more of that because it's, like, the same process. But they um, collected my cells, and then... They get frozen, and then you get admitted to the hospital, and then you go through more chemo, like a seven-day right. chemo that uh, totally wipes out your bone marrow. So, like, like they call it like day zero. Like you get mm-hmm. used your cells, and then they start to engraft into your bone marrow. So it's all new. Like okay. new things, like so crazy, like brand new. Yeah, yeah. And that, wow. and again, that chemo was like. And even that chemo in the hospital um, was really, really hard, too. Yeah, I'm sure, because they have to, like, literally wipe you out, right? Yeah. Like, your white blood cells, like, everything is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I mean, I yeah. was always, like, 
neutropenic um, through all my treatments. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I've always had, even with our EPOC, um, mm-hmm. my white blood count, count would be like like 0.2. Like, I was always like, I don't know, uh, neutropenic, even just after like one round. Even ABVD, mm-hmm. after one round, yeah. I was like, down. Like, right. Right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so I always had those fevers too, which you have to go to the hospital, you know. Oh yeah, there, you know? right. So I had yeah. those those hospital stays too. Oh my so gosh, it's been a lot. Too many. Too yeah. many. Yeah. I think like all together, counting like all my treatments, probably like five months. Oh my goodness! Like if I wow. had them all together, not like wow. all together at once. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, spread out yeah. them mushed together. Yeah. That is so oh much. God. Yeah. Um, wow. So, so yeah. Then I had with stem cell transplant too. You have to get a Hickman line placed. So mm. when you get your cells, they can't go through your port. They have to go mm-hmm. through another like vein, I guess. Um, okay. So you have to get like a Hickman line. And, um, so I got that on the other side of my chest. So I have my port and then Hickman line. Yeah. Hickman line is on my left hand side, which my heart did not like. <laughs> Oh. So my heart, like, I just started having all these issues, and um, mm. they thought I was having a heart attack, and I had oh like just I had like all these just all these problems. Right. And, um. So before I got admitted to the hospital for the stem cell transplant, they took it out. Thing mm-hmm. I kept telling them, I was like, "You need to take it out." Like telling you, like my I, my body doesn't want it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. So um. So when I got admitted, they had to put uh, a line in my groin area oh. so I could get my stem cells in that way. Okay. So that was lovely. Uh, Fabulous. It was terrible. Really yeah. painful. It was terrible. And um, so, but luckily I just only had to have it in for like three, three days. And then I removed it after I got my stem cells put in. Okay. And then, so everything else, like my blood transfusion, my platelets, all my drugs, like everything, went through my port. Okay, so, good. Yeah, because usually with um, stem cell transplant, like you're you're gonna have to like have blood transfusions and platelets. Right. Yeah. So it's like there. I don't know anybody who hasn't had that had to have all that mm-hmm. uh, that stuff. So I was so I was in there for probably like a month or so after then, the. Yeah, after the transplant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was really, like, I tried, like, my best just to, you know, stay active. I would do my mile walks a day and, or maybe yeah. more. Like, there was this yeah. cute, like, older man that uh, was in a room next to me. And uh, him and his wife would always be walking. And he had stem cell transplant, too. Oh, and, um, wow. So we would look at each other's, uh, what is it, um, Fitbits? Yeah. Like, how, many steps, how many steps did you get today? And you tell me, and I'm like, oh man, you beat me. Kind of like, kinda like uh, yeah, like competitive with each other. So yeah, sweet. you know. So every time we walk past each other's room, we'd be like, are they walking? Like looking? Yeah. Like, get out there! Like he's showing me up. You know? Yeah. And so it kind of uh-huh. it helped though because it kept us both going. Yeah, it kept and, you uh, pushing you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, so it was, um, yeah. So that was at least like I had that kind of going in there. 
And then I, you know, came home, and then there's a lot of precautions you have to take after a stem cell transplant and mm-hmm. transplant. Uh, donors are like their um, precautions are a little more stricter than mm-hmm. okay. who have their own cell uh, transplant. So, mm-hmm. but there is like many, you know, restrictions. And um, I remember I'd walk around the neighborhood and wearing a mask. Way before yeah. COVID, you know? yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, you were ahead of the times. Yeah, way ahead of the times, and um, <laughs> and so, but I made sure I still, you know, kept healthy. Like walking is like really important, and mm-hmm. you know, eating all the good foods, all the whole foods, and yeah, you know, just being as healthy as you can. And so, right. I was so shocked, you know, when those hundred days went by, and I went into my scan. Yeah, and they were like, "It's back," and I was like, "What?" Like, I can't believe yeah. that. Yeah, I, like, I don't comprehend. I, I just was like, yeah, "This is it," you know? Like, right. This, this yeah, I, I really, I just, I was so scared. Like, yeah, just it was really hard to hear that, and right. um, so I was like. Hey, so what's next? Like, what are you know? right? Yeah, like, what's the next so, option? So, CAR T cell therapy was the next, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. It's I have like heard of it. Is that the yeah. is that immunotherapy? Yeah, it's a type of immunotherapy. Okay, yeah, Toby was talking about that yeah. on our yeah. Okay, that was like I have yeah. heard that term before. Where is it from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, CAR T cell therapy is like it's bad ass. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, I'm just so thankful for cardiovascular therapy. Because um, I've never been in, had clear scans since I've been right. diagnosed. And this is a lot right. of clear scans. That's amazing. Year out. So um, what, the, what it is, it, they take your, your own cells and genetically modify them in a lab to fight mm-hmm. the, the cancer that I have. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they're doing CAR-T for um, lymphomas and some leukemias. And I think there's mm-hmm. clinical trials right now for breast cancer. Um, okay. I'm not, like, 100% sure what breast cancer it is. Yeah. But I know it's yeah. being used for um, uh, blood cancers. And okay. And two different kinds. And I had a, one called uh, Yescarta. I'm probably saying it mm-hmm. wrong. <laughs> but, um... Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then again, you get a, a CAR T cell coordinator, nurse coordinator, who right. out your your life yeah. for yeah. Uh, <laughs> the next few months. And mine was like amazing; she was really cool. So, and it's a lot easier than stem cell transplant as oh, okay. uh, as I'm like sure. chemo and stuff because you're not getting a harsh chemo; you're just getting a chemo right. that mm-hmm. lowers um, your immune system because you have to have some kind of disease burden for the CAR-Ts because when they come in they fight mm. it okay so, and um, why do you know why they couldn't do that like do they only use CAR-T if you've already had a transplant and it hasn't worked like why did they do that before I know right like yeah I remember I asked about yeah. it too you know yeah like, Good and, question. Um, you have to have failed to stand like to you've had to have failed two of the standard <laughs> treatments first in order to get CAR-T Okay. Because, yeah, because I feel like you, I mean, because I feel like the ABBD didn't work, but you were kind of also misdiagnosed. Right. 
So it kind of, I wish mm-hmm. like I maybe could have brought Cartier instead of the stencil. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's just how it is. Like you have to, since it's yeah. for like non-Hodgkin's potatoes. I see. I think, okay. there's, I think there's clinical trials for um, Hodgkin's now. Um, okay. Which it was just for non-Hodgkin's. Well. Oh, okay. So I think now there's um, clinical trials for for Hodgkin's. So they... That would be incredible. So they looked at just the non-Hodgkin's part. So I failed our EPOC and I failed the stem cell transplant. So which qualified me for T-cell. Right. Because it's a new therapy. It just got like approved by the FDA in 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah, Um, that's... Yeah. There's clinical. There's been clinical trials for like ten years now. Okay. Or like ten or like eight or ten years now. So the FDA just approved it in 2017. Okay. Um, So I got. So then I'm starting the process with that, and so it's pretty like with CAR T. It's um. So they genetically modify your cells, right? And Mm -hmm. so they send it to the lab. They collect it through um, cell collection. And um, it's kind of, I don't know if anyone's talked about that, like people like getting their cells collected, but um, so yeah, you, I don't remember. So you have like, know. you get your blood taken out of your arm and then it goes through a machine, kind of looks like a dialysis machine and, mm. it's, and mm-hmm. it separates your T cells. So it takes them out and like puts them in a bag and then the mm-hmm. remaining blood goes back into your other arm. Okay. So you're, kind of, you're hooked up to like this machine. So weird. Like, like I was. I think mine was eight hours. Wow. So I was hooked up for like eight hours, wow. and letting it do its thing. And, I mean, your your arms are like completely straight. Like they have yeah. to help you oh go to the God. bathroom and and wow. all that stuff. Yeah, and I mean, it's really comparative. Everything I've been through is not that bad. Like it's right. Like, yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's just tiring more than right. anything. It doesn't hurt. It's just mm-hmm. like. You're just tired. Exhausted. Yeah, it's just a long, yeah. Yeah. And so um, they, so I got that done, and then um, they got sent to a lab where they got their, their work done, where the T cells became CAR T cells. Okay. Because your T cells are what, like, is your immune system, you know, that's what fights, mm. like, all the bad mm-hmm. stuff. And so they got genetic, they are getting genetically modified, so I was you know, waiting for, I think it was like a week or so. And so I went like camping with my husband. I love camping oh, nice. with my dogs. Yeah. And and then it was uh, my birthday it fell too, like that week. Mm-hmm. And so like, my sister had a little surprise party for me with friends and family. So it oh. was definitely like me because I was so scared. Like, yeah. Because yeah. aren't you like you, for there's sure. all these side effects that come with protein cell. And um, oh. so you think, and you don't know if you're going to get them. And right. they can be like, they can mm-hmm. be deadly, you know? Right, like, wow. And so there's the uh, side effects like neurotoxicity. There's mm-hmm. um, the cy- cytokine release syndrome, which is like, it's like the worst flu ever. Which oh, wow. can lead to like, oh, you know, um, death if it's yeah and so and and the thing is is like you will get those like side effects or you might you don't know how bad you're gonna get them yeah 
Mm-hmm. So it's like it's terrifying, you know, because you're just yeah, waiting. you're like, yeah, like waiting. Yeah. yeah, it's like you have the you're waiting for the side effects. That, yeah. yeah. Oh, that and, is um, yeah. Right. And then some people say they don't even get side effects. You know. Yeah. So, Did you have yeah any? Yeah. So okay. After oh, like, no. when I went in, so once they were that week was coming to an end, I had to go in for uh, chemo depletion which just lowered my um, t-cells like inside I have mm. in my immune system and um which that chemo like I got like sick as hell on that one too and I was surprised because mm. I'm like this isn't anything compared to like what, <laughs> yeah. what I've had yeah you but, literally had <laughs> yeah because some patients say like oh yeah it's not that big of a deal you'll be fine but I don't know mm. I got I was sick I was like yeah everywhere your body was also probably like, can you stop? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <please>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can only imagine. Yeah. And so, so I went in and then got that for, it took three days outpatients for that chemo. And then okay. after that you go in and then um, you get admitted to the hospital. And then the next day you get infused with your new kick-ass RT cells. Mm. Right. And so um, I was just so nervous. You know, and yeah. so I got, I got infused and then, um, then you just like wait for the side effects. Like you're just, wow. like, yeah. 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 And so with these parties, you know, once they get put into your body, it's like, they go in attack mode. They like find right. cancer, like protein yeah. that they're designed to kill. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and then while they're in there, they're training all the other soldiers in there, all the other mm-hmm. cells. Okay. We're the new boss yeah. in town follow us and we're good like, yeah so every mm-hmm. time we see the this cancer protein we're attacking it yeah you know? right so it's kind of like they're like the new bosses in town <laughs> yeah um, you know and then they just uh, and then they fight the cancer and then you then you're of course you're getting uh cancer is being fought inside of you so you're gonna get like all these side effects right and it's kind of like your new t-cells or your, your car t-cells is like kind of training your immune system that mm-hmm. what it should be doing anyways yeah right yeah. if that makes sense yeah i'm trying to like explain mm-hmm. yeah no that makes sense later. <laughs> like, no you're very good yeah, that makes a lot of like, sense try to, like, uh, <sighs> it's kind of like a living drug it's always in there to yeah. fight it and then it's training the other cells like uh, to do it as well yeah um, wow so and then you just what so, like how long does it take do they know so I started getting side effects on day five after I got infused, which most patients okay. I've talked mm. to um, said like day five is when the fever start. Mm. Um, oh. And are you in the hospital yeah, during yeah, this? Okay. Yeah, they have to get like monitored okay. and all that because it could be like, it's really severe. And some mm-hmm. stories like I've heard and read, like um, you can end up in the ICU. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like really severe uh, CRS and severe like neurotoxicity. Like the first patients back in the day during this clinical trial, like they really paved the way for CAR T because they got like the worst of it, you know. Yeah. Wow. And, wow. and you're not allowed to have any steroids either to help with these. Um, oh. Um, with the symptoms. Yeah. Like even like Jeez. today, like I can never have steroids ever again. Oh like, really? Yeah. Because it can affect wow. your heart mm-hmm. cells. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But there is, they did find one, I think it's like a steroid that 
RT patients um, needed, if, if they were having severe symptoms and they needed, I forgot the yeah. name of it. Um, mm. But luckily, like, there is, like, stuff that they, they can help if you're, like, you know, having really just symptoms. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, yeah. or something. Right. So, yeah, just day five, like, I started just getting um, really bad fevers and very weak and nauseous and, like, like a really, really bad flu. And yeah. But really high heart rate, very low blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then the neurotoxicity started kicking in a little bit. I didn't get it severe. It was just, like, a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Like, some days I was, like, could they give you tests to, like, write sentences or write your name or name object, okay. objects in the room? And, like, some days I just had a really hard time and I couldn't, or I couldn't write yeah. my name, like, that well. Wow. Or I couldn't walk. And I was always, like, a walker. Like, I was walking around right. the, the, mm-hmm. or the hotel, the hospital. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it was a... Uh, it, it was mild, but so I'm lucky. Like, I'm really, Yeah, lucky. that's like, so scary, even yeah. just yeah. that, yeah. Because there's cause yeah. some yeah. patients that are, like, it's not, it's pretty bad. And, um, right. so then I just have really right. bad migraines, and so they do a lot of uh, brain MRIs, too, just to make sure that everything's mm. good in there, which, yeah. was, which was good. Right. So, um, yeah, so you good. just kind of feel, like, pretty much out of it. For a while mm-hmm. even when I got home like I was in the hospital for a month mm-hmm. and even wow. when I got even wow. when I got home I was still like out of it and you're not allowed to drive for eight weeks okay so I couldn't drive anywhere so a lot of different changes with yeah. it yeah yeah and um uh, yeah so I just felt like just kind of dizzy and off balance for for a while yeah and, um and then it slowly like it's it does get better um, yeah, like I said, I'm like a year out now, and I'm just now. Yeah, like, congratulations! Feeling, I know. Thank you. Yeah. I'm yeah. now like that's feeling like a lot better. Yeah. Like oh, like, that's amazing! I'm just, so happy for you. Yeah, just like probably like five months yeah, ago, I wasn't huge. like like how I am right now. Yeah. So right, yeah. Every day makes a huge difference. Yeah. So yeah. it'll just keep knock on wood, keep going up from here. Yes, yeah, exactly. But, and I'm just just so thankful you know to be alive and be here and um yeah you know try to like help out any uh, cancer patients that you know have questions Mm -hmm. or um need help like going through this process because it's so scary when someone like tells you all these like crazy side effects you might have or you know right and whoever like goes through CAR-T you've had already a hard journey to begin with to get there so yeah it's um right it's just wild and but I'm just, I'm thankful for it. And uh, I just, yeah. you know, try to live every day, like, as healthy and as I can. I can't say that enough to, like, other patients how yeah. important it is to eat well. And, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. just take care of yourself. I mean, of course, enjoy life, you know, but um, right. just also, you always got to be mindful. <laughs> yeah, you know? I agree. And, yeah. and I yeah. always, like, kept my face, like, yeah really really like that helped me like get through a lot too yeah you know and it's yeah. still, I mean mm-hmm. it does every day anyways but um especially like yeah that's a big aspect for a yeah. lot of people mm-hmm. to get through yeah. it but it it has been such a pleasure Cassie yeah, to have you, you 
today on the show. Thank you yeah, for thank sharing. Thank you so your much. Story. I feel like I was talking for everything that you've gone. No, through. I mean you have a long no, ass story, no. so don't be sorry. <laughs> thank yeah, you for you sharing. Have a lot yeah. to say, so and we wanted yeah. to hear it. You're thank welcome. you. Yeah. It's a yeah. Pleasure to you know and be on the show. I think what you guys are doing this podcast is is awesome. You know, especially for thank young you. adults, like yeah, it's scary. You know, going through cancer and then you don't. You don't know, like, you don't know anything. And, yeah, no, it's so know? scary. And, like, no one no one really knows either. I feel like when you're first diagnosed that, like, other people your age also have <laughs> have it or have done it. Like, yeah. you're just like, what? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's surprising. Just, and not, and so you're not, like, alone either, you know? Like you're, yeah, um, right. I was like, man, I wish I had this podcast, like, last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Us too. So I think it's cool that you know, and I think it also gives survivors too a chance to you know tell their story and mm-hmm. kind of kind of like a confessional like it thing, is you know? yeah it yeah does. it like feels good I like, yeah I like yeah. that yeah I'm good thank you so much well you are welcome yeah back seriously at we want a, we want a life update soon. <laughs> Sure, yes. for sure. Thank you Thank for you. joining us. Thank you we'll so much. You so happy to Bye. talk to you, Cassie. Thank Bye. you. Right, you too. You guys take care. Bye. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye. You Bye. too. Thanks so much for listening to Cancer Actually Fucking Sucks, the podcast that tells the truth about what people with cancer actually go through. Each week, myself, Paige Gill, and my co-host, Madison Pollack, sit down with fellow cancer survivors to tell our stories. Keep up to date with our guests and new episodes on our Facebook and Instagram pages, Cancer Actually Sucks Podcast, and tune in every Monday to hear our stories.